You are listening to It's Midnight Somewhere with DJs Mistress McCutcheon and The Wasteland. It's midnight somewhere. It's midnight. This podcast was almost called We're Gonna Get Drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, this is Mr. McCutcheon coming to you from downtown Toronto, and I'm about one and a half beers in. I am accompanied by my partner in crime, The Wasteland. Who just finished his second by chugging. <laughs> well, that was a half. That was a half. Because this is we're oh. we're we're drinking you split it. That's why the top of you, you got more pie in yours. <laughs> <laughs> Look in your glass. Look no, at it's mine. frothy. It's frothy. <laughs> no, we're we're we decided that this episode is our year end wrap up, and for the occasion, bought a fuck ton of beer, and we're gonna drink and we're gonna talk about music because those are both two wonderful things to do, especially in this most depressing time of the year. Going back into lockdown or Christmas? Both. Absolutely. Okay. I agree. The latest regulations, <laughs> we're in footloose era kind of nonsense because there is no dancing, no singing, no alcohol sales after 10 p.m. Restaurants have to close at 11. Capacity restrictions are back up and they're at- 50%. 50%, yes. So uh, shit is, uh, it's tightening up. It's Shit's important. fucked, yo. It's important. I mean, we need to play it safe because when we don't, you know, you fuck around, you find out. So, uh, you know, we're just laying low for the holidays, doing what we do. And here we are drinking beer and talking about music. Two things we do well. Yes, I'd like to think so. All right. So you want to start? Yeah. Because, let's... because try as we might, folks, um, last year was a weird year for music. And these are releases that popped up on our radar. and We got nothing for January. So... <laughs> That's just it. Yeah, we don't. We don't have anything for January. Um, I realized that there were two different types of people during the pandemic. There were people who worked like fucking crazy and there were people who sat around bored. Uh, and I am so grateful for all the musicians who've been working like crazy, making music and uh, helping keep us entertained and keep us sane. Also, the DJs online. So <laughs> the D- why did you do that? I don't know. I don't want that anymore. <laughs> um, the, D- <laughs> the DJs online who help keep people who are stuck at home sane, um, not just ourselves, but like the wider community across Twitch, the online festivals that have popped up. Everybody who's doing amazing stuff, um, you know, just because we play other people's music doesn't mean we gotta stop doing things and wait for live parties to come back because we're too good to be online. Uh, well, it's either too good to be online or just not tech savvy enough to figure it out. Or too good or too stupid. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, there are just so many DJs that I'm so fucking grateful to from all over the world that, uh, I mean, fuck. If we're gonna start talking names, we would have to bring up like Martin Old Goth, Martin Old Goth and uh, Cyber Pagans Scary Lady Sarah, Botato, Hate Muir, uh, our friends over at Darkness Forever, of course, uh, Vernal Trash, uh, the EBM Worldwide Festival. Yeah. So, uh, wow. Ms. Like, Ms. Margo. Ms. Margo, Kenzie Fires, yes. uh, Caustic MF. Yes. Which is Matt Finale. Um, Cage. Of course, Cage. Exiled Radio, like actual friends of ours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, again. Square Waves out there. Interference Radio. Playluster, yes. Jesus Christ. So many. So it's been a good year for music, uh, but we're going to start in February because that's how we roll. Yeah. 
Yeah, as far as the music that stood out to us and that really uh, struck our hearts and and uh, struck our wallets when Bandcamp Fridays rolled around, <laughs> let's start with February. And the first thing that we're going to talk about that came out on February 5th, very officially, was Behind the Night from Jay Draper and the Subterraneans. Yes, we're starting off with something very local. They come to us from Toronto, and uh, it's a very genre-defiant sort of album because it's sort of in the glam rock vein. But it's also eclectic and does go get into a bit of the darker stuff, too. Absolutely. I, actually, this this is kind of the perfect epitome of what we did with the glam and goth thing. Yes. Um, and one of the uh, floating members of this group is our own very own Mr. Producer, Justin Minister. Who's Shout sitting out. in the corner, Who's probably in the corner, fuck sulking, you, probably <laughs> embarrassed that we're talking about a record he was on. But fuck you, buddy. <laughs> I know you are. Suck my dick. <laughs> February 14th, Talk to Her from Italy came out with Love Will Come Again. Very excellent dark wave electronic. Uh, I tend to play Zodiac off of the album Home quite a bit, but this album was from this year. Definitely recommend checking it out. February 17th, Hold Music came out from Compactor. Compactor was incredibly prolific this year, coming out with a lot of really amazing conceptual albums this year. Hold Music was one of many Many releases. Yeah, yeah. And if if you like, if you're fairly new to the uh, podcast, you could always go back, find our interview where we're talking to Derek Rush, the uh, system admin of Compactor. That's right. And, you know, check that out there. February 26th, Affet Robots Fiasco came out, which is a fucking delightful album. Uh, sort of new wave, dark wave, uh, coming to us from Istanbul. If you haven't, uh, if you haven't given it a listen, again, everything that we're mentioning is on Bandcamp. So uh, be sure to uh, hit pause as needed and uh, make the appropriate notes because you'll want the, you'll want to put these on your wish list if you don't have them already. That brings us to March. Yeah, we had to kind of thin it down. I'm sure there was more in February. <laughs> Anybody who says there's no good new music is completely full of shit or they're or fucking dead. lazy or whatever, because uh, there is a ton of great stuff happening and stuff coming out. And uh, it's just all about paying attention. And there's many avenues to do so. Uh, again, listening to other DJs, fishing around on Bandcamp, listening to stuff on YouTube has been super helpful. Uh, March 3rd, Wreckage Dance, based out of Germany, came out with an album. And actually, there is one track I do want to pop in here, especially because uh, we're very much of the belief that goth is political. And these guys are on the post-punk punkier side. And uh, I think you guys need this one. This one's called Stonewall Was a Riot.
Then we get to March 26th. So like we probably missed something in there, but March 26th was kind of a big date. It was an expensive weekend for me. Uh, you had This Morning Mina return after I think it was three or four years with Scott Fox of Avardin Sphere in the mix. So the album's got a lot of per- pound, pounding percussion. It's called The Roots of Sarah, Saraswati? Saraswati, yeah. Sorry, I, I think that's how you say it. Yeah, that's um, the, goddess of, uh, the goddess of the arts in India. There you go. I picked up the limited edition, the Deluxes. It has like a whole extra disc of music, which is, um, this Mornamina is very, you know, tribal industrial, but that that second disc is pretty much just straight uh, acoustic. Um, it's really cool shit. And then the same day you had Kanga, You and I Will Never Die, which honestly, I... I we were just talking and apparently we didn't cover this when it came out, but this was one of my like go-to albums for the year. So that's a bit surprising um, <laughs> that we didn't talk about it before. Uh, I fucked up my bad, but um, I want to drop a song in from that. And the song I want to put on would be violence.
Okay. And that'll bring us towards the end of our March uh, selections, which is Black Harbor, Petite Mort. So I, I selected this one because this is probably the, the album that I listened to the most off the X image label. Um, they had a very prolific year of releases. And instead of clogging this whole episode with the same label over and over and over, um, this is the EBM techno sound uh, that Saren has been pretty much at the forefront of for a couple of years. X image is Saren's label and originally was just how he released his own stuff. But in the past year or so, started doing um, more and more artists in the same vein. So this is the one that I wanted to highlight from the label, but I highly recommend you just go and check out the whole fucking label if that's your sound, because it's good stuff. But I again, I didn't want to clog the whole episode with Techno EBM because Techno breeds like rabbits. <laughs> Does. It's always coming out. <laughs> yeah. Well, Black Harbor, I was introduced to by Exiled Radio, our friends in uh, Boston, Tony and Juliet. And because uh, the album that I have by them is uh, Madaris. So uh, they're fucking solid. It's yeah. so good. So good. Okay. I think maybe it's time. I'm, I'm it's now time for bottom. round three. I think we're, we're, well, this is only a half because we split something called Peach Pie Sour. Because uh, for the folks. You got who, all the pie. Look. I got all the frothy bit of that because it was like very large bottle and because we're tasting different flavors we're we're drinking from a local uh brewery called collective arts uh i'm a big fan of their of theirs and uh get their beer delivered on a semi-regular basis because i fucking like beer and uh we've been tasting stuff so i think it's about time for us to pour another so uh pause let's 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 uh, pause for april let's pause for the cause here for a second i'm gonna pour some uh some something else a few moments later all right. April 2nd. We're talking about health. I love health. I had to put it in here. So Disco 4 Plus, it, every time they release an album, they do a disco album, which Disco 4 was a lot of collaborations um, with uh, bands like, who was on it? Youth Code, Perturbator. Uh, it was a bunch. And now Disco 4 Plus is the remixes of that collaboration album. It is fantastic because that's how I feel about just about everything health puts out these days. <laughs> April 23rd. The album that came out was Modern Hate by Silent. Uh, I got a heads up on this album from uh, from listening to I Die, You Die. The uh, We Have a Technical, our friends in Vancouver, uh, Alex and Bruce, both do excellent an excellent, excellent podcast and uh, talk about music in a probably more eloquent way than we do. Uh, but uh, yeah, Silent, they're based out of Mexicali, Mexico. Uh, it's really solid post-punk. Uh, definitely give that a listen. And of course, listen to I Die, You Die if you haven't already. Seriously. But I mean, if you listen to us, you probably already are. So whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. That brings us to May because we're we're bad in April, apparently. Although I, I will say, I feel like a lot of bands held on to uh, uh, their releases till the winter calmed down for the advent of touring or if it would be possible, which it wasn't um, for a lot of people in a lot of places. So uh, that sucks. <laughs> classy. I am a classy bitch. <laughs> You're a salty, classy bitch. <laughs> I am a salty, classy bitch. Oh, again, we're, we're highlighting what what really uh, landed on our radar and the things that we've been playing uh, as we're streaming on Prophecy Online uh, over on uh, on Twitch. And it, as we get into May, May 5th, Bestial Mouths came out with a an album of remixes called Thousand Needles. Yeah. 
Um, There's co- some seriously, seriously outstanding remixes on here from Contravoid and Void Vision, Ash Code, uh, just to name a few off the top of my head. They're all they're all bangers. The whole album is a banger. Seriously. Um, May 21st was Barahari, Dark New Day. We did cover that one earlier in the year. So go check that episode out. We yeah. don't have to tell you about it twice. Yep. Um, May 28th, Knox Novacula came out with their album Ascension. Uh, it's available from uh, Batcave Productions if you want to go grab yourself a vinyl. But uh, again, fucking solid. Solid, like in the goth rock, death rock, post-punk vein. Go over there. And then May 28th, Hide. One of our favorites. One of our favorites. We love Hyde. Um, Even if they blow up their instruments whenever we try to see them. No, I only got to see them once. Uh, They blew up their instruments in the middle of the show. They were like, that's it. We're done. (laughs) It was great. If you have not seen, well, again, right now it's, it's not possible, but Hyde Live is fucking outstanding. It's just an unreal performance. This duo from Chicago, they... Post-industrial, just fucking... In your face, aggressive. In your face, outstanding. Just so well done. Interior Terror came out on May 28th, as did Perturbators, Lustful Sacraments, which we have previously talked about on an earlier episode this year. Yeah, great album. Uh, Go check out that episode if you haven't already to see what we thought. And that brings us to what landed on our radar in June. Black Color, Times of Upheaval. Probably one of the most... um, poignant album names uh black color is pretty like harsh rhythmic noise but bordering on techno kind of in the vein of blush response and where he's at these days okay so uh i really like like his stuff um this album you know it's put out by uh a a phonomy uh or whatever i i don't know german (laughs) but a and w is Always a great out label and has great solid releases. Oh yeah, the devil in the universe is on that uh, on yep. that label, which that album is so good. Yep. June 9th, the City Gates Age of Resilience came out. City Gates, a uh, German sounding band, they're based out of Montreal. Oh yeah. So again, more waving that flag of Canadian content for sure, because uh, the the big standout track. On uh, that City Gates album is uh, Siegfried 1969. Definitely give that a listen. If you start from there uh, and then get into the album, uh, you will definitely not regret it. June 11th. June 11th. Bunch of stuff. Leathers. Leathers. Long awaited. Everything came out with uh, the EP Reckless. We love Leathers. We love Leathers. I, I remember playing Missing Scene when it first came out a couple of years ago. So this is one of the albums I've been waiting for. For a long time. I know you have as well. Yeah. Um, and I believe they're actually recording the full album based on something I saw on Shannon's uh, Instagram. So they're working on it. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Let's hopefully 2021. But I'll take this EP for now. <laughs> wait, wait, what do you mean hopefully 2021? Oh. We're wait, in 2021. I, we are? <laughs> I, uh, hopefully 2022 because I don't know what year it is. Did 2020 end? Well, it's like March... 492nd 2020 I don't know like time is so weird like it's both going fast and slow at the same time I have no idea what happened it's fucking bananas the world is literally in a hurry up and wait mode Uh, it blows it fucking blows let me tell you but what also came out on June 11th uh Lycia's Casa Luna came out 
which if you are not familiar with Lycia, what rock have you been living under? Uh, because again, uh, Tara Van Flower and Mike Van Porfleet, just fucking amazing, gorgeous stuff. Uh, and they've been releasing some very lovely vinyl as well. So you want to get on that situation. And then our last one for June 11th would be Jason Priest. Yes. Jason Priest is missing. If you have been tuning into our live streams, you know I've played almost every song off this album at one point or another. <laughs> I played Jason Priest uh, at my live gig too. Because I was like, this is just, let's let's go with this. And because uh, it's always interesting between DJing on Twitch and kind of getting reactions from whatever you see in the chat and then getting reactions from a live dance floor. Uh, the response was really good for this. Yeah, it's a great album put out by pretty much a great human we we did get a chance to talk to him you can look forward to that next month folks yes yes there's some very interesting stuff going on at midnight mannequin which is that uh, the label that has uh, released jason priest and has other stuff that you will want to check out yep okay and then we get to july so this is a nice little teaser because again another uh hometown local band traders came out with the sick tired and ill uh, and this is a precursor to more stuff that they were going to put out this year. Again, Traders is a band I cannot wait to see live uh, because they are scheduled to do a show here in Toronto, February 22nd with Wingtips and Lebanon Hanover. If it happens. If it happens. We'll see. We'll see. It's good to have shit to look forward to. Yeah. Because if you don't have shit to look forward to, then you can't have any hope. And God, we need some fucking hope. Otherwise, I would never get out of bed. But uh, we'll see what happens if things uh, if things pan out. You just have to you have to have stuff to look forward to, but just file it away in the back of your head that like, okay, this might not happen. So don't like lose your shit if it doesn't. But again, this is an album you'll want to take a look at. So this was the EP because then they would later release something else this year. But we'll get there. I'm getting ahead of myself as the beer keeps coming down my throat. It, what's it doing down your throat? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm the crass one. Filthy. We're both pretty bad. Filthy. I'm really filthy, bad. disgusting. Uh, well, this is why. This is why when we do our live streams, we have our fans and the fans that say "fuck" on them. Just crack that open. It just says "fuck." So, <laughs> Whatever we fuck up. <laughs> well, either that or just when we're in a state of "oh fuck," because I think I flashed that fan a couple times on Friday in my you did in you my did. frustration and Grinchly rants. So let's go to August. So August. August 6th, Bloodletting for the Lonely by S's came out. Uh, S's is based out of Oakland, California. And the reason why you might recognize that voice is because it's from Black Ice. So if you like death rock and you're goth rock and you're post-punk, then uh, yeah, this is this is a really solid album. Which brings us to September because apparently August was a dearth of music for us. You know, it, I mean, every band camp Friday has been coming around and we've been, you know, filing things away on our on our wish lists and, and then going, OK, this is when we're going to do this. And OK, is it payday? Can I can I take care of this stuff? And then we go out and go crazy and, and spend some money on music. And yeah. I only had like in, in the entirety of band camp Fridays, I've only had like two or three land on my paydays. Ugh. So I've almost never been able to participate. Like I'll get one or two releases, but like I'll just wait. But I'm an impatient fool. And because of our streaming schedule, I would just need stuff to get programmed in before the Bandcamp Friday. I would be playing it for people to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> so- no, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> It's but, just, it's hard. I mean, again, oh, these are good problems to have when there's so much stuff coming out that you're like, oh, but I need this. And oh, I need this. And oh, I like this. And I like you. And oh, this is great. So, but when we get to September, 
wingtips release cutting room floor. Which somehow we didn't talk about, did we? We did not. Yeah, how do we not talk about it? So wingtips is probably one of my favorite newer acts, and we didn't talk about it. So we fucking fucked that one up. Uh, I feel like we should make up for it by playing a song here. I think that's a great idea. What do you want to play? Oh, it's all good. I really like the first track, though, Minimalistic. All right. So let's go with that. Yeah. Sometimes in the middle of the night I wake up to a 
And that brings us to coming out the same day, Stoneburner with Apex Predator. I really dig this album. Um, it is, we had rather, it is Stephen Archer, one of his projects. And we had him in on as a, as a guest, he submitted a, a soundbite for one of our reopening plans and everything. And it was a little bit before the album came out. And he said the album was going to be thematically about anger. And it really kind of comes out in this um, because uh, the world's fucked. And yeah. you can hear it a little bit in that soundbite. Go back and listen to that episode. But, uh, you know, he's very uh, annoyed at the anti-science dickheads that are causing this to go on and on and on. Part, part, in part, in part. The vaccine divide is another whole reason. And we also talked about that already. So I don't want to get back into that. Uh, no, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Because, I mean, it's just frustrating. Again, this is why I'm glad that we can continue to have stuff to look forward to. But, you know, you just have to keep in mind that, like, okay, let's just, you know, make sure we're playing it safe and, and err on the side of caution and all that kind of stuff. And uh, just be having the ability to keep moving forward. September 6th, Xanius Unearthed came out. This now, is a good album. Oh, my. Everything she does is fantastic. Took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, from Linnea Aspera to Kelowar to Xanius, everything that Allison does is amazing. And she's also the label boss or or the curation boss at uh, Fleisch Records, yeah, which has a lot of like the techno EBM sound. Go check that label out. Seriously, <laughs> stellar, stellar stuff. So that covers us for September. Then we get to October already. Jesus Christ. October 1st, uh, one of our, not our hometown favorites, but a Canadian favorite and a really fantastic band. Actors Acts of Worship came out after much teasing and all the various singles that were dropped throughout uh, and just up to this release. And it didn't disappoint. No. Like, they, I, I felt like I heard half the album before it came out, and I was still happy to purchase the whole album. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And and we're very much looking forward to having them come back to Toronto. Uh, they've been trying to get back into it as far as touring and, and putting on some shows. And, and uh, friends from actors, we, we welcome you back with open arms. Cannot wait until you are back to Toronto for sure. Also, October 1st, Compactor released Tension Crucible. I think out of all the stuff that uh, Chthonic Streams has released this year, this album is really good. It's Rhythmic Noise. So right up front, if you're a noise person, you need to know. This is really just, it's fucking solid. I mean, I'm not a big noise person, but I can certainly appreciate uh, what's happening here. And, and this album does not disappoint. Just put it on and it flows so beautifully. Um, yeah, I really like Tension Crucible a lot. Then that brings us to October 2nd. With Akama Sots. New skin for old tribals. This one, again, I didn't even know it came out. Uh, our friends at Exiled Radio brought it to my attention. And this is a solid, again, rhythmic, industrial, tribal noise. I, I mashed those two genres into one fucking salad, word salad. But uh, <laughs> it is a solid album. Um, if you're into the whole This Morning Mina or Varden Sphere sound, if you're not into Akama Sotes, I don't know what you're doing wrong or what rock you've been living under because they've been at it probably longer than the others at this point. Yeah. Um, they are, or he is, solid. Um, go check that out. And then October 15th. October 15th, another local favorite, Odonis Odonis. The album is called Spectrums. 
really solid album. Maybe album of the year for me. This will not disappoint. Like every, I, I've been sneaking in a couple, a couple of tracks into my into my set, and this is this is one of those bands that that uh, both you and I have as an over quote unquote uh, overlap band. Which I love that when it's like, wait, this sounds like something I would play. No, wait, this sounds like something I would play. So, uh, again, it, you know, if you want some electronic on the dark wave tip, uh, a sort of electro tip, this this is uh, this is for you. And this is something you want to listen to. Why don't we drop in the track more? Yeah. So here's more from Odonis Odonis.
October 22nd, Crew Lies came out with Goodbye Divine, which is in my collection. And then prior to that, The Hearth is in my collection. This is an amazing follow-up. One of the standout tracks here for me would be Renegade on Goodbye Divine. Uh, So you'll definitely want to check that out again if you're on the gothy dark wave side of things. And then the 26th, The Ire came out with CS, which I am so happy to see something new from them because there was a demo that came out. Uh, This is post-punk coming to you from Philadelphia. Really fantastic uh, EP. And then October 29th, Frigid re-released Bedroom Sessions. This is 2.0 of Bedroom Sessions and then went on to do some remixes and redos of some of his work. And if you're not following Frigid uh, DJing, he's been doing some stuff on Twitch. Uh, Again, on the electro punk tip, really, really fan-fucking-tastic stuff. And then October 31st, Pantagulia came out with their full-length album, Parante Okeos. Uh, we've talked about them in a previous episode as well. They're coming to us from Brazil. You'll want to definitely put this on your wish list as well. This then now brings us into November. And November 4th, Lydia Lunch released The War Is Never Over, which I think is an amazing accompaniment uh, with her biopic documentary that came out. Good old Lydia Lunch. Because, uh, God, I've been a fan of Lydia Lunch for a really long time. When you need some angry, female-fronted everything, because uh, I've got a bunch of her books. I've seen her spoken word. She's been touring with her band Retrovirus more currently. But, yeah, you'll want to check that out. And, and did you know Lydia Lunch also has a podcast, The Lydian Spin? No. If you uh, if you need some Lydia lunch in your life, and I don't know why you wouldn't, you know, Lydia's not without her 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 problematic spots, but still a really important figure, queen of no wave, and an important figure in the underground. Uh, you'll want to check out her podcast, The Lydian Spin, with Tim Dahl. I definitely uh, definitely give that a uh, a recommendation. But yeah, The War Is Never Over came out and is available on Bandcamp. And then November 5th, uh, there was a compilation that came out from, from, wow, I'm slurring already. Uh, the comp- You didn't even finish that beer yet. <laughs> no, I'm still working on it. November 5th, then there was a compilation from Chthonic Streams called Beside You in Strength. What's been really amazing is there have been several benefit albums that have come out to help aid folks in within the noise scene that uh, they've put out, Chthonic Streams, that is. Uh, I have to, you know... I kind of have to throw props because uh, of how much respect and love I have for Derek Rush. Yes, he is my BFF, so I'm biased. But at the same time, I think totally he does some amazing. I think he does some amazing shit. So, um, beside you in strength is an amazing compilation. It's got a, a ton of amazing artists on it and you won't regret picking that up either that brings us to November 19th this is where traders released horses in the abattoir which it's traders I don't it's really traders, have to say it's much uh, it's really fucking good we it's, could keep going on and on about them I know just, just, I know just go listen just, Fucking go, go listen, listen to it. They had two releases in a year. Give two, them two guys named Sean from Toronto. Sean give, with give, different spellings. They make good music. Give them five minutes of your time and check them out. Yeah, I and, mean, if you need if you need a, a single to get you started on that album, listen to Magdalene. It'll just it'll it'll make you feel your feelings. Just fucking go listen to it. All right. <laughs> 
Wow. You've, you've gone lightweight on me, haven't you? And you're, you're flushed already. Hey, I took a pause on drinking because I, I realized how much I was drinking and I was like, oh, that's not good. And then I was like, wait, I miss drinking and there's very few pleasures left in life. So I got to get drinking again. Yeah. I, uh, I work service. So, um, if I gave up drinking, I'd probably just turn to murder. <laughs> so that hasn't happened. All right. So also November 19th, uh, Kota Kira came out with uh, their debut album, The Netherworld Beckons. Now, this is an act that I found on the first Lament Configurations uh compilation where they were taking horror music movie themes and reworking them. And this is the artist that did the Exorcist one that I played a couple of times on the live stream. Yes. Um, And the whole album came out and I checked it out and I was like, this is actually pretty good. It's on Remission Entertainment, uh, another label I I, uh, suggest you go out there and get, but Remission kind of dabbles in the darker, weirder stuff, edging towards Witch House, as opposed to the techno stuff that I was saying earlier for a label. Okay. Um, I dig what they do. Uh, I I know other people do, otherwise they wouldn't have a whole fucking label of the shit. So check that out if that sounds like your thing. And then one of of the other really good albums of the year that I, I was waiting for was Bedless Bones, November 25th. Bending the Iron Bow. Uh, I don't know. It's it's something about the way the, the music goes with her voice. It's somber and beautiful, and I love it. And This I- was <laughs> another recommendation from Exiled Radio. Bella Spones is really fantastic. Yeah. Again, this will get butts wiggling and just, yeah, it'll just hit you in all the right places. Yeah, it really does. So go check that out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you don't have any bedless bones in your collection, uh, yeah, you'll definitely want to investigate that further. November 28th is when Diavol Strain came out with Elegia del Ovido, Elegia del Oro, which um, we've talked about in a previous episode already. If you're not familiar, by all means, like get on that and correct that situation. This duo from Chile come out with amazing goth death rock. It's all under the goth umbrella. I feel like I throw around these terms so much and, and you can start getting into these micro genres so easily because you, it's like, oh, death rock, goth rock, post-punk, dark wave. What are we calling it this week? Like, you know, I, I hate when we get a little too precious about the genres, but- um, So do I. That's why I ignore them. Yeah, I mean, labels are are helpful because you want to know what it is that you're getting yourself into. They're helpful until the point where somebody goes, I don't like X. Touche. Because that's where it becomes a a reason to just not try new things. And, And I... That is where I'm just like, eh, this falls under the dark umbrella. It's good for me usually. But yeah. like when people are like, I don't like jazz. It's like jazz has some really good shit in there. And not all of it is wanking on a horn. Um, you know, and it's the same thing with some uh, solo synth projects. You get a guy up there on a keyboard and he just like masturbates on a keyboard for a half hour for somebody who's actually good at it. <laughs> but this, this is this is why I also really appreciate the term genre fluid, uh, which I, I see that as a as a tag pop up on uh you know on Cyber Pagan's stream and uh Dead Souls Gothic Lounge with Nagaroth. Um and yeah it's it, it's appropriate. Like sometimes you're like this this fits the feeling that we're going with. It's still very dark. It still can fit under that goth umbrella. And 
if you really want to think about it and, and some of the influences on goth, which this will be a future episode somewhere in the in the calendar, I'm sure, where we think about like dub and funk and all these things that have influenced goth, like it, it all just kind of falls together and it just fucking works. So I got a suggestion. What's that? Why don't you play one of the Die of All Strange songs? Oh. And yeah. I'm going to go uh, take a leak. All right, that sounds like a good... Got to pause for the cause sometime. Okay, let's play Hats. Uh, no, we've played Hats, Denimand, uh, on a previous episode. Let's actually play the first single, uh, the first track off of uh, off of the new album. This would be uh, Caida Libra. December 3rd, we've got not one, but two releases from Rose Garden Funeral Party. They put out their album In the Wake of Fire, and they also put out Take Cover, which is a, an album of covers. Both, I absolutely 100% recommend. Uh, Leah Lane is like when I first was reading reviews of Rose Garden Funeral Party, I mean, they they opened for Bellwether Syndicate and Clan of Zymox uh, in the before times because uh, they played a show that it was the last show that I saw at Lee's Palace before the world ended. And uh, they're banned from Dallas, Texas. And the reviews were, oh, they were comparing Leah Lane to Susie Sue, which is just fucking lazy, lazy. journalism. It's so <laughs> fucking lazy. It's like... Okay, I can understand making certain references so that it'll it'll draw certain listeners in to like, hey, this is what this is like. And, you know, there are certain instances where that's helpful, but just comparing, compare. oh, it sounds like Susie Sue just because it's a female-fronted band. It's just fucking lazy. Lee Lane is like a fucking rockin' badass bitch. Like, she's fantastic. And the the albums, everything that I've heard from Rose Garden Funeral Party has been just really solid. Like, if you want yourself some solid goth rock, this is where you want. This was one of the, when we did the Halloween stream where we switched places. Mm-hmm. And we kind of bolstered each other's uh, musical repertoire to, to mimic each other. And went and drag, yes. Uh, and went and drag. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that one. You, you sent over a couple of their tracks. and was one of the first ones I put in the list. So I didn't realize they had another album. And I'm going to have to go check that out myself. 
especially if they got covers because I'm a whore and I like covers. Oh, the cover, the cover, <laughs> the cover uh, album is a lot of fun. Um, in my past uh, Friday stream, that my last Psalms edition, I played uh, Messages, which is a uh, OMD cover, which is a lot of fun. But I mean, Rose Garden Funeral Party does some really solid stuff. Like the songs are just really good. And uh, it'll definitely scratch that ish when you're looking for a goth rock. December 3rd, uh, Compactor came out with a- another album called Work for Hire, which we're reworks of originals and songs that had initially appeared on compilations which is again it, it's it's compactor it's rhythmic noise look whenever compactor releases something you're gonna hear about it yeah just get used to it <laughs> just let it happen yeah <laughs> but yeah compactor had a very prolific year as uh, and so did the label uh, uh, yeah Sathonic streams and didn't the december come out this year too from Sathonic streams now, December is a project that uh, that Derek Rush had put out ages and ages ago. And he like, finally remastered and that was remastered it. and reworked uh, because I mean I met Derek like over twenty five years ago at this point, and uh, yeah, that's and I initially met him through December because he had put out that cassette, and I was doing a little zine called Morbid Outlook back then. And if you'd like to cry, go listen to it. It's it's kind of depressing. Well, it, it, that's that's where it he makes, was at the time. It makes, he makes it he makes, makes a no lot of bones. sense. Yeah, he it makes, makes no bones of it. Way. He makes no bones of it. Hey, I mean, but, artists artists have to express, you know, what what it is and where they're at at that time, and it just fucking makes sense. Because um, that, and if you need a, a solid uh, goth rock song off of the December album, then you need to you need to look at River of Blood. Uh, but December, yeah, December did not come out this year. Oh wow, felt but, like it did. It uh, it came out. It was remastered, and uh, and, and it certainly is available. So you'll want to check uh, Cathonic Streams if you want to uh, give that a listen. But then uh, also on December third, uh, Confines work up the blood. Yeah, this is um, it's on Synthesize Records, which is I believe in part run by Andy Harriman. Um, based uh, out of Brooklyn, yeah. Based out of Brooklyn. So it Synthesize is also their club night, right? Yeah. So it, I, I've never been to Synthesize, but everything they put out is a fucking banger. And most, most of the acts that they have on their label or comps are people who have played there. So they get them to contribute a track. This is just another, I don't know, I, I keep going to EBM techno thing, but it's got more going on than just that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's got more sampling in it, like like old school, like Ministry would have or, or that era. So um, I just picked this up yesterday, uh, so I can't really get too into the weeds on it because I haven't listened to it enough because of another album that we're going to talk about in like two minutes (laughs) that I've listened to like four or five times. (laughs) Valid, valid. Also December 3rd because again, you know, these are all the releases that came out on a Bandcamp Friday when everybody was just pushing stuff out. Everybody's been trained now to take a look at Bandcamp Fridays to see what's new, what's been released, uh, and, and to go buy music on that day. Uh, Frigid released the Mirrorball remixes, which I am very proud of. Because what we it did. showcases a remix by. It's the Minister and McCutcheon remix of Mirrorball. And I, I'm really proud of what we did. And I mean, as a DJ, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting more into that remix work. 
uh, and, and really playing around with uh, with other people's music and and having those different interpretations because you gotta tickle the music. You, <laughs> I don't know where you. I'm watching. You're making hand gestures as you're doing that for for folks who can't see because this is a podcast. But um, no, I, I'm really I'm enjoying having those reinterpretations of music because sometimes you just, you fucking love the shit out of a song and you never want it to end and you want to dance to it for as long as you can. And, and being able to, to bend the music and, and reinterpret it, it. It's a, it's a pleasure. It's an honor. And, uh, I'm really happy that our, our remix came out as a part of that album and that, uh, working with frigid was really, really fun. So uh, if you haven't gotten that a listen uh, yet, then you need to you need to amend that situation. Hear what uh, what me and my my partner partner did because yeah, it's it's fun to work together. Like we've you know the, the producer, Mister Producer, and I live together, and when we get a chance to work together, it's it's pretty nice. The, the only thing I had to do with this for those listening is when when they think they're done, they send it to me and they go, "You're going to give us an honest opinion." <laughs> well, it's it's hard because I mean, I, you know, I, I live with Mister Producer, who is a very serious musician who hates everything he does after a certain point in time. Well, he's a and- bass player. That happens. And uh, <laughs> not even listening, he's right there. No, he's not paying attention. <laughs> but I, you. I just don't like everybody rips on bass players, and I'm used to that. But what the fuck does that have to do? <laughs> <laughs> but no, you 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 get to a point where you're like you you work on something, you work on something, and then you fucking start to hate it, and it's like no no no. But I I just want to absorb it and really do something with this. And um, no, I'm really proud of that remix. No, it was good. It uh, was really good. I liked it the first time I heard it. Thank you. And then you tweaked it a little bit more, and then. I forget what the changes were because I, I remember listening to it on the way home one night from work. Literally, I walked. I was walking home and uh, Justin messaged. He's like, hey, I need you to listen to this. I need your honest opinion. I was like, it's good. But we were, yeah, no, I mean, there's, there's some other ideas in the back of my brain that I want to pursue. And it's just a matter of having the mental time, the, the mental space and the time to do it. Because when you, when you work a nine to five job as a corporate shell, cause I'm, I'm the opposite of what, where you're at, you're a service person, you're in retail, you deal with the public. I hide away in my hidey hole and do tech work and it's exhausting and mentally draining. So then when it comes to music, like music is such a solve for all everything us, really yeah oh it's amazing how that works how, how music <laughs> is an essential service and uh you know having this space to be able to like think about how you want to reinterpret or, or what's speaking to you in the in the music when you create a remix i'm having a lot of fun doing that and uh i'm hoping that 2022 will bring more of that and that i'll have some time over uh over the holiday to, to kind of fuck around. But anyway, that was a whole lot of masturbation about uh, my own work, but thank you. <laughs> thank you for indulging. Uh, December 11th, Noctiva, which is a, a an Italian dark wave, uh, gothy act, uh, has an album available called Like Seven Forgotten Tales. It's available on Batcave Productions. You can see it on Bandcamp. Really fantastic. I heard it and I was like, oh, fuck, I really, really need this album. And uh, the digital copy of it is priced at a stupid price because Batcave Productions as a label is encouraging people to buy CDs and to buy the physical media and then they'll give you the digital downloads because in supporting the label, it'll help them fund the fun for other stuff. Which which I support the whole idea. It's just they usually do... 
a lot of labels now are doing limited release. I just wish that when the physical media is sold out, they would drop the price to a reasonable price for a digital release for those of us who got there late. You know what? I 100% agree with that. Like, I totally support them wanting to sell their fucking CDs and whatever. And if everybody wants that, that's cool. Uh, I'll wait sometimes because I don't have a CD player at this point. I have a record player and I have a computer. So, you know. um, And those of us who are waiting for vinyl, like vinyl is backed up these days. up. There is going to be vinyl that is super backed up you, that you're it, probably it not going to get so until 2023. It's so backed up. What was, who was the song? Uh, Back That Ass. Uh, Mystical wrote a song about it. Ah! I think it was Mystical. Anyway, we're not but, here for hip hop. Uh, no, 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 no. That's a whole different thing. Uh, but Noctiva, get started with track number four in Deep. Uh, you won't regret it. It's a really fantastic album. Um, yeah, let's drop that one in here.
So, last but not least, December 18th, fucking yesterday, because we're recording on the 19th. So if something comes out between now and when you hear this, uh, it's not included. <laughs> but um, Hex or Hakes, I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce it. They don't do the AE thing like Lather Strip, which I just realized had like 100 releases this year also. So go check. <laughs> um, uh, if you don't know who Klaus is, how are you even on listening to us? So, you know, go support him. Um, but uh, yeah, they had a they finally released an album called Aether Abyss Void. So this album I've been waiting for a very long time for because the first single for it came out in 2017. And I have been playing it since 2017. <laughs> on and off so when this album came out i uh literally was getting ready for work about to walk out the door and uh, i live in a basement i jumped i almost hit the ceiling uh <laughs> and then i bought it and i've listened to it like four or five times and this is why i couldn't give you a better rundown of the confines album but because confines was on this synthesized, i was like you know what I'll, i'm gonna give it a mention but this album was everything I wanted from it. They they had two singles that came out and a demo version. And it is it is broody, it is dark, it's heavy, it's it's textured, it's it's a love letter to the process of creating music. And that's the only reason why I could think they took so long to put this album out. Yeah. So um I think we're gonna wrap up here. So well- there's a couple of there's a couple of things. We're going to talk things. about next year a little bit. Yes. But I if 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 the uh, if you'll abide this, I'd like to drop in a song from this album because okay. fuck you, go listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> How's that? Um, we're gonna drop in not one of the uh, the uh, singles, but we're gonna drop in a song that I like called "Sex Magic," which is not the song from Twin Temple, but. <laughs> But this one's from Hex, which I've decided is how I'm pronouncing it until somebody corrects me.
next year. What are you looking forward to? Okay. So what's coming up next year? It's hard to believe that it's going to be 2022 because I don't know how that happened. (laughs) Or 2020 part two. Fuck off. (laughs) Fuck all the way off. Seriously, I can't. I can't. Like, I'd like to reclaim a couple years of my life now because I've aged at least 10 in the time that we've had now. This has been, it's been fucking brutal. But as far as releases next year, the soundtrack that was scored by Boy Harsher, The Runner, is going to be due out in January. The film is actually being screened in several like art house theaters all over the place. Including Toronto. Including in Toronto uh, at the Royal Cinema. Again, regulations. We'll have to see where we're at at that point uh, because I know they've slated January 29th as uh, being the date at the Royal in Toronto. Do check out Boy Harsher's IG account. If you want to see when uh, the runner is screening, because they've scored a horror film. How fucking awesome and appropriate is that? And also, if you don't know who we're talking about uh, with Boy Harsher, just check out Boy Harsher. For fuck's sake, do yourself a favor. Yeah, I mean, Boy Harsher is, <coughs> it's one of these overlap bands that we both really like. And <laughs> uh, and if you don't know what we're talking about, um, welcome. And please do check that out. I'm not going to make fun of you. I'm just going to say, go check it out. No, I'll make fun of you, though. Ah! <laughs> that's 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 kind of our dynamic. Oy. But anyway, uh, that's due out uh, in the middle of January. Also, what's going to be coming out in the middle of January, um, Vlor, which is a band based out of Glasgow. They will have Euphoria uh, available for sale. It's not on Bandcamp. The one track that is available on Bandcamp is called Shattered Faith. They do have now the second pressing of their vinyl. It's on like some really gorgeous yellow vinyl. Um, if you uh, if you need to give their their stuff a listen, you will fucking not regret it. But uh, you, they have a YouTube tube channel. They've got a couple tracks. Uh, Show me how to live again is uh, is on on YouTube the video, and that'll be available on their album Euphoria, which will be coming out next month next year. And Isla Ola, based out of Germany. Again, if you're into electronic music and stuff that's going to make you want to do a wiggle, give yourself a favor and fucking check that out. There's a couple of tracks that have been dropped on Bandcamp throughout this year. We haven't mentioned singles that have been out on Bandcamp because we've been focusing on album. There's so many. Uh, For instance, uh, Aesthetic Perfection this year released a single every month in the first week of the month. So that is, that's an album in of itself. And it was kind of a neat experiment to watch happen as somebody who follows uh, Daniel online and uh, go check it out. I mean, it's, it's just like, if you like aesthetic perfection, you're going to, or, or if you like that kind of sound and you're not sure, uh, it's, it's a cool way to do it because you could pick the songs you want. He is going to release it as a collected album. He was saying limited edition on physical media. So, you know, if, if he's your jam, there's that. Yeah. But yeah, also is Ola, um, based out of Germany, couple of singles are available on Bandcamp. Go look that up. Uh, Galaufen and Nebelmond are on there. Um, again, you won't regret it. Uh, French uh, act Nightcrawler released a bunch of singles this year, too. And they're like uh, uh, L- that L- EBSM, electronic body synth music. Okay. Kind of, you know, kind of darker, kind of synthier, but like... Not quite like Perturbator, but in that vein. Okay. Um, pretty cool. 
And for stuff I'm looking forward to, there are two releases coming out in February that I'm just going to fall over myself for. And the first one is the new Ivarden Sphere, announced yesterday for pre-order. Rage Maker um, comes out February 4th. And like a week later will be the new one from Author and Punisher, which is amazing if you've never seen or if you don't know Author and Punisher, he's been at it now for almost 20 years. He makes his own machinery and synths and they're like industrial grade fucking mechanics because he's a fabricator mm. and he makes kind of noisy, almost doom metal. It's not really metal because it's all electronic. Okay. I don't know. It's really it's really hard to uh, describe, but if if you want to get an idea of what I'm talking about, he has a video called Nil Strength, which shows his machinery in action, and it's uh it's an experience. So I think that uh, really wraps it up as far as our year end wrap up, and there's plenty to look forward to. And I think I need to pour myself another beer and catch up. Yeah, I'm I'm like a whole beer ahead of you. By the way, uh, for those who are keeping track of what we're drinking, I'm drinking uh, something from Refined Fuel. Refined Fool. Now I'm fucking up my words. Ah. Refined Fool Brewing Company, and it's called. And then Bernice flipped the canasta table. <laughs> Which that's just a great name. It, it, that's why I had to mention it. Um, and you know we're looking forward. We got shenanigans on deck already for January. So keep ahead. Keep a listen. Yeah. We're talking about maybe doing a Patreon. So if we get that together, hopefully you'll come join us on there. Uh, we still have buttons. We still have stickers. They help pay the bills to keep the podcast on uh, for hosting costs and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, we do have a live event planned for January 13th. I'm yeah. not counting on it really happening because of the restrictions and the things going on right now. Uh, you know, we're just going to weather through this because that's the best that we can do. And we are available on Friday nights because we will be on Twitch, of course, at Prophecy underscore online. Uh, Songs for the Wasteland is happening on Christmas Eve. And then, of course, on New Year's Eve, we're going to have a full on prophecy. It's going to be my fucking birthday party. It's fucking birthday. So I'm getting old and I'm going to get drunk uh, again. So yeah. And for those listening who were looking forward to the live event, we have already been assured by the bar owner that uh, provided they're still in existence. That second Thursday of whenever they reopen, we will be there. So just... Shit will happen. Just hang in there. Hang on to your butts. We'll we'll get through this. Hang on to your butts. We will. We will. Like, never hesitate to reach out. Of course, you can catch us on Facebook at It's Midnight Somewhere. And we do have an email address if you want to, you know, send us hate mail or love mail or whatever. Or promos. You know. Or free music. Or you just want to say hi? We like that. That's we like nice. hi. Hi is fine. Nothing inappropriate. <laughs> Keep well, your porn to yourself, friends. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's not like that. Like we, you know, the shenanigans can be sent to it's midnight it's somewhere podcast at gmail.com. Uh, otherwise, that's about it. Um, I'm gonna drink another beer, and uh, I think that's just about it. Keep listening to music, and thank you so much for the support. Have a good holiday, whatever the fuck you want to celebrate, and uh, we'll see you in the new year.
This podcast was almost called, if you're an anti-vaxxer, I want you to go fuck yourself and then go around the corner and fuck yourself again and then go up the street and fuck yourself again. And then I want you to find somebody with a wooden leg, take that wooden leg and fuck yourself with it. Because if you're in a rich country, which means if you have podcasts and you aren't vaccinated, uh, just go fuck yourself. Fuck yourself to death. Thank you.